Welcome to your weekly Social Jack Influence Factory. Introducing your coaches, Dean Delisle, Kate Hassett, and Jackson Delisle. Hey, 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 everybody. What's happening? Hey, hey. Welcome. All right, there we go. So welcome, everybody, to another episode of the uh, Influence Factory. It's great to have you on with us. And uh, uh, we are um, uh, having another uh, amazing guest on with us today. And we always love uh, when we have our amazing guests. So um, welcome to everybody else that's joining us. I see a lot of uh, uh, people in here that uh, are old friends and some new uh, people on with us today. A shout out to Mike O'Neill, who's been a guest on the program. Uh, shout out to uh, Jimmy Z, who's been a guest on the program. I'm seeing all kinds of other people popping in here. So uh, good to see you and uh, good to have you in here. And uh, Mike, it's good to hear uh, you are uh, still hitting those concerts, man. Always good to see that. So Kate, how are you doing today? Got to unmute. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> all right. I wondered right. why you didn't answer me earlier. I thought you were just ignoring me. Yeah. Jimmy Z said he loves your smile, Kate. So don't stop Aww, smiling. Thanks, Jimmy Z. Right, right, right. So, uh, all right, cool. So uh, anyway, if people want to join you on social, where the heck do they go? Yeah, so we're on all social media on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. But if you want, and LinkedIn, but if you want to catch um, Influence Factory updates, check out Twitter, follow the hashtag Influence Factory. And then, of course, you can follow us at Get Social Jack. So we'll be there. Woot, 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 woot. And Jackson, Jackson, how are you doing today with all those buttons and lights and controls back there? Everything working okay? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't, these are props. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, all right so uh, <laughs> good and if people want to after the program want to uh, tune in where can they find this uh, amazing podcast posted at uh you can find it in the resource center on social jack that is at app.socialjack.com the show notes are already uploaded but we will be updating them after the webcast so Make sure to check that out uh, around 2 p.m. Central is when everything is updated and in the system. So <clears throat> make sure to check back around then. And you can also uh, find it on YouTube will be the recording as well as the podcast will be on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, and SoundCloud. Yeah, there you go, man. You got that down. I couldn't even memorize that. So, uh, so if you, and just to let you know, for those of you that are new, if you go to socialjack.com and you <laughs> click on login, you just click on login. Uh, we, uh, we have opened it up so you can actually get to see the login without logging in. So that means you can get a tour of a lot of the shows and programs and show notes and downloads so that you can enjoy some of the things. And then uh, we hopefully that encourages you to become a member of our community and keep joining us. So uh, as Kate and Jackson will attest to, we are committed to building the influence of each and every one of you. So our goal is to make sure that when you leave here, uh, you actually have some clear takeaways from our guests and from our 60 second lessons from our news. There's something that's going to resonate with you that will make you a better influencer in the world. And as you know, we specialize in micro influencers. So while we have worked with a lot of, um, I don't know what mega influencers, uh, we are focused on the people that have 10,000 and under followers that are business influencers. And that's each and every one of you now. And our goal is to make you better influencers today and tomorrow. You agree with that, Kate? Agreed. Couldn't have said it better myself. Right on, right on, right on. Okay, so take notes. Make sure you have something with you that you can take notes and close any distractions, and we're going to keep rocking here. So uh, don't forget that if you have audio issues, it's simple. You just click on the, uh, what is it, the uh, phone call. It'll pop up a telephone number and an access code, and then you can rock and roll from there. And uh, you can also download the mobile app for GoToWebinar. And you can ask us anything throughout the class or the program, uh, either through Twitter or here. And there's engagement prizes. So make sure you engage with us. So, Kate, what is our social question of the week? 
Okay, so I was thinking a lot about movies because I think we've talked about it multiple times, like what's your favorite movie, things like that. But I think what people don't talk about enough is sequels. So what is the worst sequel to a movie that you've ever seen or what sequel oh killed gosh. your favorite movie? Dumb and Dumber 2. That was a uh, Jim, that was what I was going to say. <laughs> that was really bad. I know. <laughs> Type it into the chat now, folks. Start engaging with us. What yes. is the worst? What is the worst? <laughs> Mike um, for all the girls out there who might know, my one of my least favorites is Grease 2. That one oh. killed it. And then also Weekend at Bernie's 2 was like oh. really, really bad. Yeah. So what's the I worst <laughs> sequel? <laughs> Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen um, the. What did you say, Kate? Which Grease? Two? Grease two. No, I, I've seen. Oh, Grease weekend two. at Bernie's two. Yeah, I don't think I've seen the second one. It was bad. So, yeah. Yeah, Julie agreed. Grease. That was yeah. a really bad one. Yeah, it's bad. So, all right. So, so far funny. we have uh, Jimmy Z, Mike on the board, Julie on the board. Where's everybody else at? Come on, engage with us. This, you know, the success to your influence is engagement. We tell you this every week. So make sure you chime in and engage. We also want you to win. So, uh, all right, let's keep rocking here. So as Jackson said, make sure you log in. There's plenty of goodies in here. There's access to classes. Um, yeah, a lot of you know we've updated our influencer classes, our influencer materials. Uh, many of you are going to be at our workshop tomorrow that is completely sold out. We actually overbooked it. Um, so uh, so it's uh, overbooked, and that's a good thing. Uh, we're fitting people in. Uh, so anyway, it's uh, it's super cool. And again, remember, watch your inbox uh, for messages as a member. Um, so, uh, so now you can um, actually get in, and uh, uh, you will get messages about that. So anyway, uh, Julie, we'll, uh, we'll hit you right after this. Uh, we'll... It's a TBD, so I'll uh, I'll have to let you know. So now, um, oh yes, this is the one. So now what you can do is go to the page. If you go to the actual website and you click on to um, get on the waiting list, make sure you get on the waiting list. We're going to leave it open for 48 hours so that if a spot does open up or you want to get on the waiting list for 2019 because we're already pre-selling the, uh, uh, the winter class after the first of the year. So make sure you get in one way or the other uh, and get on the waiting list. Yes, yeah, starting time is at noon. Uh, and it's uh, we're having Lou Malnati's Pizza, Kate, food ordered, beer and yep. wine, ordered, all that stuff. News is on its way. I just got the text message. So <laughs> uh oh, it's coming. Party. That could be trouble. All right. <laughs> we have people flying in from all over. We have influencers. We have uh, one of the actors from All My Children is going to be in there. It's like crazy. And he wants to build his business because he has plenty of acting and his agents coming in. And then we have J-Lo's people coming in. It's like crazy. So we have a mashup of business people and Hollywood. And it's a crazy, it's a crazy thing. It's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun one for sure. Um, yeah, I can't say we've ever had a bunch of people in there with over 100,000 people on Instagram that now all of a sudden want to figure out LinkedIn. I think that's pretty cool. That's telling you how the world is working. So Very cool. Super do cool. Um, also, everybody listen up. We want to make sure you help us with this. Um, write down www.womenbusinessownersunite.com. One of our very dear clients it, Laura Stees is amazing. You guys, if you if you ever have a chance to talk with her, she is hilarious. She is thoughtful. She is genuine and authentic. And she is rocking and rolling. She is having three steps leaders need to achieve true success, connection, and purpose and wealth with Laura Stees. Can you help pass this on to any women business leaders that you know? Womenbusinessownersunite.com. We'd love to have that. Um, and if you could just post it on social media, it is going to help so many women. So Julie and, and all my uh, women out there, could you please help us pass the word on this? Just say yes. Okay. I knew you would. And also it's National Women's Small Business Month. Yes. So it's Ooh. a great time to be celebrating women-owned businesses, specifically small women-owned businesses. And um, Laura is one of my mentors. She's super great. So yeah. if you if you know of anybody who could learn from this webinar, pass it on. Yeah, Miriam, thank you so much. We truly appreciate it. And men, please help out too. You all know women in business. Mm -hmm. um, this is a great program. This is uh, this is an opportunity. It's free. Just jump in on it. It's next Thursday already. Jeez, that's coming up quick. Yep. Um, so please help us out with that. We appreciate it. 
Um, all right. Now we have some news. Jackson? Yes, we do. Uh, so a whole three <clears throat> minutes today. You can have it. I know. So uh, this is going to be super quick. LinkedIn updates uh, their feed algorithm so that uh, users will get more engagement level. So it, I think this is super cool because I, I, I hear of a lot of people that do not post frequently on LinkedIn because they don't get that much engagement. They feel like it is a very closed off you know, it's not as social as some of the other ones where you're getting, you know, 50, 60 likes on a post on Facebook. You could share a blog post and get maybe like six likes. So uh, statistics have shown that if if you were to get uh, people who get 10 or more likes on a post, they're 17% more likely to post the following uh, week. Mm -hmm. uh, just something else. And, you know, it, it's that engagement that keeps them coming back. But if people aren't getting engagement, then there's that they don't come back. There's that disconnect. Mm -hmm. So what they did was they uh, updated their algorithm to almost spread the wealth evenly as opposed to what they were doing, which was making um, top, produ or, uh, top content producers the um, – Pop priority. right to the top, yeah, the priority, topping mm -hmm. uh, right to the top of your uh, feed. So now they're trying to spread the wealth. That way they're sharing more of your content out there as well and not just favoring these top content producers. So Mike O'Neill's on with us today. And uh, so uh, him and I are both probably saying, yes, we'll believe it when we see it. So we're going <laughs> to count on it. Uh, we will not count on it, but we will hope for it. Yeah, he chimed in. He goes, yep. <laughs> Can I make another comment, though? If yeah. nobody's engaging with your stuff on LinkedIn, that probably means your network's wrong, and you've been adding your friends and your friends' parents and your friends' kids as opposed to like-minded individuals who you should be networking with. So probably you're not social teaming correctly, and you're probably not really using LinkedIn the right way. So that's just another LinkedIn tip. Yeah, remember, Google social teaming and download all the stuff that you find. We've been publishing for almost 10 years on this. And um, that means that you need, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or Mike and, said just oh, accepting and not inviting. That's also, yes. that's also part of it. So yeah, we're building so our, we're building our ideal team on LinkedIn, not just adding people that we know. Yeah. It's not a collection of souls. So. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, that's all for this article, and uh, you can find that in the Resource Center on Social Jack, so make sure to check that out after the uh, broadcast ends. Uh, this next article is very cool. So Facebook's been doing a lot of things this year. We talk about it from week to week. Uh, now they have launched a new dashboard, which they are calling their uh, attribution uh, dashboard, which is going to you know help provide more in-depth uh, data based on how your ads are performing as well as how um, your Facebook presence in general is going to be. All the different aspects that make up your Facebook presence will be uh, documented more clearly and more accurately. So it's going to, you know, dive in a little bit deeper. And I think the coolest thing, because uh, we're running out of time on this, and again, you can find this and all the materials that we discuss in the resource center on so social jack but the coolest thing is that it'll give you this uh right here on the screen this is uh device uh user device statistics so it'll tell you things like the example they use is 63 percent of conversions on mobile happened after people interacted with your ad um mm -hmm. On, on their desktop. So they had viewed it on the desktop and then they went back and saw it again on mobile and clicked it and that's when they converted. 63% of those were prior, they had already looked at it once. Yeah, so. and there's um, there, there's a lot of new things that we're learning on some current campaigns within Facebook, so it's super huge to make sure you stay up to date on this stuff. They're constantly changing. It looks like they're getting much better. The challenge is when you're running a campaign, just hear this part, this is a huge lesson for everybody, is that don't expect to flip it on like a promoted post and it's going to go. There's now learning methods. There's a learning time, and sometimes it could take up to two weeks for a campaign to learn and perform properly. But once it learns, it's going to rock. 
So we do a lot of event marketing and we've been learning that you've got to like start way ahead of the event. And sometimes we get last minute rushes, right, Kate? I know you love those. Uh, Jackson. So we get last minute rushes. Call me <laughs> no, I know we all get them. It's like crazy, man. It's like, it's like we got eight days. We got to fill this event. So, um, so anyway, we don't Absolutely. want you to be caught in that with the rest of us, but thank you, Jackson, for the news. Yes. Yeah, we're going to move along here. And then um, I'm going to put up the waiting list uh, poll here in case you guys want to jump on any of these waiting lists for upcoming classes and programs. Um, and then we're going to do a 60 second uh, lesson here and then get our um, get our guest on. So go ahead and click on any of those classes that you want to be on the waiting list. Obviously, no obligation. We just contact you first. So um, so we've we've often given you access to our 20 minute a day program. The methodology for those of you that are new to our community is that for every five minutes of social media engagement and activity like you've been typing in here uh, into our chat and our questions is that you should either generate two referrals or one solid appointment. So uh, this is a proven system that we have. You guys have access to this program. We're going to go ahead and bring up on the screen here. There's a worksheet that you can download. Um, it is called the Social Jack Professional Game Plan. Please make sure that you follow this. These power moves work. Uh, sometimes take only two minutes of activity. The more efficient you get, the faster they work. Right, Kate? You've taught this. It's yep, amazing. Absolutely. So we've been running this program for over 10 years, and we're pleased to say that the entire team here has worked their butt off to now, uh, as of yesterday, we just launched in uh, Malaysia and Singapore, and we will be on the ground there in January training on our courses for both influencer development and social selling. So please take advantage of that. Um, and if you need some, um, I'm going to give a, a plug here for my buddy, Mike O'Neill. If you need navigator assistance, please uh, look up Mike O'Neill on that as well. So uh, real quick, we have, uh, not real quick, but oh my gosh, can you believe we have Chris Rudolph on today? He is no. amazing. Chris, come <laughs> on down. We finally buttoned him down. I know. He's such a busy guy, man. He's uh, live from Madison and uh, husband, father of three kiddos, one who has a famous cooking show, uh, all under nine years old. So that keeps him a little busy. Uh, I know he's not a fan of winter. He finds reasons to go to Mexico better than I can. Um, and he was uh, working with the Chicago Bulls, which is uh, pretty cool. I'm going to ask a few questions about that. He loves to binge watch a few things. And then he's learned everything he knows about webcasts from me. Oh, thank you, man. So welcome. Hey, it's great to be on, Dean. Yeah. And uh, man, this is this has like been a year in the making, right? It's just trying to get schedules to fit and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's great to be, be here on the Influence Factory. Yeah, thanks. And you and I... Uh, Man, I was trying to go back, and uh, you took over uh, some of the work at Dream Bank. How long ago? Yeah, I think uh, about five years ago. Five years ago, and that was after we had been running the program for about a year or two years. And um, and so, uh, man, you and guy, you and I spent a lot of time together producing a lot of programs there. And uh, and then I knew you always had this business uh, on the side, and then you made a transition to just go for it. So can you just walk us through that? Cause there are a lot, a lot of listeners that I'm sure in that, like they got one foot on this side, one foot on this side, and then you made that choice to put both feet and just run at it. So can you take us through that for a minute? Yeah, I, I'd be glad to. So um, for about four years, I was uh, working uh, for American Family Insurance and it really enjoyed uh, what I, what I did. I helped uh, put on uh, marketing events and webcasts. Had a chance to collaborate with Dean and his team uh, quite a bit. So I wasn't in the camp of uh, where a lot of people are, where they absolutely hate their day job and they're dreaming and planning about doing something else. It's something I actually really enjoyed and uh, met amazing people and learned a lot of great skills. So um, I, I actually started my business on the side uh, about four years ago. So I'm a business coach for digital marketing speakers and consultants and I really help them, uh, th those who are struggling with hustling around the clock or not getting you know, the pay that they really want, I help them get to six figures, a really solid six figure income and spend more time with their family. A lot of, a lot of people think they either have to choose one or the other, but um, I don't believe that. And I think if you're strategic and you prioritize and you really set things up, uh, you, can, you can have both. Okay. Do you ever do you ever interview their family and make sure their family wants more time with them? <laughs> Not yet, but that's probably a good question to ask. 
Because, <laughs> you know, there'd be times when I was coaching and I was at home a lot. And then Holly's like, don't you have a trip, a business trip? We're getting a little too much dad. So it was just funny. We always have that conversation. And Jackson, I'm sure, is shaking his head in the other room. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, there he goes. He's giving me the thumbs up through the window. So the idea here is to make sure that um, you're you're it, it's really going for what you want. Right. So it's it's almost I call it life by design. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think when when uh, many people start out and they have an, a business idea or they start their business, many of them don't start a business just to start a business. Or a lot of people don't want to, you know, start the next Facebook, something that really scales up and becomes a huge thing that they, uh, you know, they eventually sell. They really what, what I found is I talk to especially people in digital marketing and marketing is they really started for the freedom. You know, many of them came from, uh, you know, big corporate backgrounds or big agencies. And, you know, they you know, they like parts of it, but they they really started it for the freedom. So um, I really help them, you know, really see that come come to fruition. Yeah. And when when somebody makes that transitionary step, uh, how often do you have them revisit the benchmarks like, OK, this is where I want to go today. But like where, you know, how often should you revisit that? Because we know that life changes. Right. So life shows up. Um, yeah, I, I really suggest uh, scheduling a quarterly offsite. And what it, what that is, it's kind of like a one day away uh, where you can uh, take time to, you know, just rest and reflect. And you know how how has the last ninety days been going? And take a look at I, I'm really big on, on creating like uh, ideal life and ideal business uh, documentation, like really documenting that, going back to those things, and just see see how things are going, and then uh, make change you know make changes or I call them like recalibrate. Um, just because you know there's a lot there's a lot of responsibilities, especially if you uh, are a parent and you have. Uh, other people that you're responsible for and and uh you know their lives as well you know you it's easy to get off track um you know what can start out to be some really great opportunities can become too much it's really you know business is unpredictable there's there's a lot of uh different cycles with it so what i found is if every 90 days you're, you're getting away to reflect and you recalibrate uh and rest a little bit uh that really keeps people on track yeah that makes total sense I like that idea of going offsite. Um, I think that's that's interesting because a lot of digital marketers, especially probably the ones you're working with, work from home. So I think that's a difficult thing to kind of, I, I know I'm so bad at working from home. I can't speak for everybody, but I am not productive. I can't separate the two worlds when I'm at home. So I think getting out of your element and going somewhere else to reflect, I really like that tip. I don't, how did you come up with that? Is that something that you've used yourself or is there a reason behind that advice? Yeah, actually uh, that was recommended uh, years, over 10 years ago when I had a mentor, uh, actually a pastor of mine that, that recommended that. But I've, I've seen that too uh, over the years, uh, a, a thought leader that I really follow is Greg McEwen. He's the author oh, of sure. one of my favorite books. Um, he really, I think, termed that phrase quarterly offsite. And I, I'm just a, a super big fan, especially, um, you know, I work with people in digital marketing. So like, you know, in digital things are on 24 seven. Um, but even if you're not in digital and you're, you're you know, your, your main uh, platform is LinkedIn, you know, there's always things that you can be doing and you can always be plugged in. There's apps on our phones. It's just, it's really easy to uh, get worn out and lose focus. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just good to unplug. So it's a true, it's a true unplug, right? So that's cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, I like that. And so I, I wonder too, you know, Kate, there's times I'm at the home office, there's times I'm down here. Uh, it's almost like I need that unplug from both environments. You know, it's almost like I almost yeah. think about, okay, just to relieve the temptation um, is either, you know, just leave the house, leave the office and then be somewhere else for that period of time. So. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, and you might be thinking, you know, what does that have to do with influence? I think, you know, for me, influence is really establishing trust. So it's, I think yeah. it's like there's two parts in in my definition of one is it's kind of a character thing. It's like, do they trust you that you have their best interest and that you're ethical and and things like that? But it also is um, when you when you look at influences, you know, it's an expertise thing of and mm. and this person or company help me, and you know, can they really help me help solve my problem? 
And I think that's where um, this kind of this preparation and self-care and reflection uh, really takes place is if you can show up in a better, more authentic way and you're energized and focused, uh, you're going to provide more value. Thus, you'll have more influence. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I love that. And I think business owners, particularly digital marketers and the way that things are moving these days or people that partake in digital marketing also kind of get bogged down in getting their hands in all kinds of little buckets, like helping with everything, like we can help with all of it. So I also feel like a, an offsite reflection would be so important in the fact of focusing your own efforts. Like what am I focused on? What am I really working towards? Because if you can authentically communicate your strengths, then you can better help your customers. Exactly. Uh, I just think of like, we're in an age, we, we're in an age of unlimited opportunity. This, mm -hmm. I mean, the barrier in business, the barrier to entry, um, into any field is probably lower than it's ever been. Uh, we have so many options, but it there are some you know trade-offs with that. There there are so many options, and there's so many strategies, and there's so many things that you can learn that uh, it can be it can be overwhelming or exhausting. So it's it's just uh, the need to to really filter that and and building that into your life. Yeah, I'm seeing a crossover too, where uh, you know uh, Miriam's agreeing with you here. She's not. It took her two years, but she's mastered the working from home piece. Um, but um, Jimmy uh, Z agrees with you here too. So, but you know, it was funny as I walk into more and more of my corporate clients, and I see just a sea of empty desks. But the, all those people work there, but they're working remote. I think we're seeing this behavior shift even more than we did before when you know telecommuting was a thing because it used to be Fridays everybody worked from home that type of thing and now all of a sudden I think we're seeing this shift and it seems like it's more uh, being more commonplace when I saw you uh, having the business on the side I feel like mo a lot of people are doing that they, you know they call the you know they have the side hustle for some people and the side business and and so are you seeing this whole thing becoming a thing like even more I think so um, I, I, you see more and more podcasts that are dedicated to side hustles. Um, you're seeing actually uh, really progressive corporate companies that are actually encouraging it. Um, you know, like a lot of times, maybe your your nine to five isn't that interesting or it's getting a little stale, but that's it's a good situation that pays the bills. But um, maybe there's something that you could do five or 10 hours a week that can really, uh, you know, you can do something that you're passionate about. It can It can radically change your life. And uh, I think we're also in an age, um, I'm not an HR expert by any means, but, you know, the, you know, the trend is to more contract work and um, the average person is having more job changes and switches. And, uh, I, you know, it's, it kind of goes back to there's a, a big need for personal branding. So in a way, I think even if you're in a, a company or even a big company, you have to start to think like an entrepreneur and uh, manage your personal brand and, you know, a lot of a lot of those same. Whether you have a business or a, you know, your personal brand um, within a company, there's a lot of things that are similar. Yeah, and that's you know, I, I'm sure you and I have had many discussions about this, but people making sure that their their story is really you know is always evolving and making sure they keep that updated as part of their personal brand. You know, each and every week, every month, it's almost like your quarterly you know, step away. It's also a time for you to reflect on who you are and who you're serving. And like Kate said. Are you, you know, are you serving one audience or are you trying to serve the whole world and nobody's, you're not really serving anybody or yourself? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So yeah. you said you work particularly, um, or I don't know if you said speakers, like people that want to have speaking engagements. Is that what, did I hear that correctly? Marketers. Yeah. Yeah. Marketers. Who are, are speakers and consultants. So they, maybe they're, they mainly speak or train or they do kind of done for you agency work. So an example would be uh, someone who is a specialist in Facebook ads and they provide that for their companies or SEO or video marketing. So when they're trying to kind of raise their influence and get more, more of, you know, get their word out more, what do you find the biggest thing that's holding them back? What's the biggest issue that they're having that they're coming to you for? Yeah, so many of them, I, I think it has to do with content creation, and I think that's a struggle a lot of a lot of us, myself included, uh, would fall into. Is and here's here's what's unique. You know, it's hard to find the time. Like when you're doing work for other people, there's there's external deadlines when you have clients or you know customers that 
that uh, that really jumps to that priority list. And a lot of times what gets it's left is that uh, development of your own business, whether that's selling, marketing, content development. And what's ironic is a lot of digital marketers, they're the ones that are probably the most skilled at doing uh, the digital <laughs> the actual the marketing. But in a lot of times that that's like the the first to go. So mm. it's kind of the, co you know, the cobbler, uh, you know, his, his, his shoes, shoes. <laughs> right? These are, right. Are, you know, that, that sort of thing. So I think that's, that's a uh, one thing. And it's a 24 seven industry. Yeah. And uh, a lot of, a lot of people I work with, they work from home or a co-working space and they're, they have freedom of to, to set their hours, but sometimes uh, having all that freedom um, is, is not freedom at all if you're not intentional uh, right. and you prioritize it. So a lot of when I first uh, work with, work with uh, my clients, a lot of that is around getting a clear vision for what they want and then uh, building their day and their week uh, to really reflect that. So it's, it's actually, um, you know, creating some discipline and some structure that gives them the freedom that they really, you know, what they envision in the first place. Yeah. A, a thing that, uh, I don't know, Kate, if this always drives you crazy about me, but you know, I'm huge into time blocking and I learned the time system management, man, I want to say it was 20 years ago. And so do you get into that with your clients about blocking, not just business space, but personal space and, yeah, yeah, that's I'm I'm a big uh, believer in time blocking, which is uh, dedicating a, a, a period of time to a particular activity or 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 task, and then I'm a, a big fan of batching too. So let's say um, you know for your your clients, you have to do uh, your accounting or you have to do some type of billing uh, each month. Instead of doing a little here and a little there on multiple days a month, could you do it all? in a three hour chunk on a, you know, the third Friday of the month or the fourth Friday of the, of the month, um, where you're in that space, you're not being interrupted, that you can be more efficient. So that's definitely uh, something that I, I, I work on. And I, I think that applies to anyone, whether whether you have your own business or you're in a, a corporate job um, is big. And a lot of times uh, if you're, if you run a big company or you're in a big company, you'd be like, well, I don't have, I don't have, ultimate control over where my time goes. And I think where you right. can start is controlling the first hour of your day. So I think most everyone has control of that, of, you know, can you set that that morning routine up where um, I recommend having something that uh, really fills your mind and your soul. Uh, first thing in the morning, you move and get your body energized and then you feel your, feel your body. Um, that's, those are uh, some things that, you know, habits that you can, uh, that really set the stage for the work that you do. Yeah, I'm um, I'm big about I'm big about personal touch in terms of actually speaking to people, uh, as Kate knows. <laughs> we had, <laughs> this is something I love. You know, I just think you know it's like you know just pick up the phone, talk to them. Uh, and I know it probably drives a lot of people crazy, but I, I I work to try to talk to four people a morning. You know, just have a conversation because that human connection, you know, it's one of the core human needs for us to connect. And yes. I just feel like that feeds uh, my energy. I uh, can also get the cha-cha out of your head, you know, if you wake up and there's a lot of drama or something going on or you got some, woke up to some weird emails, you know, things like that, that, you know, that's what I found for me helps just talking to people. Mm, that's good. I like that. And it's not even related to the, whatever, you know, is going on, you know, it's just more just, talking mm -hmm. um and then it takes my mind off a of road rage too <laughs> unlike those of you that work remote i i have to do deal with what an hour and 15 minute you know commute so it's i gotta talk to somebody or there's some or someone's gonna get it <laughs> I'll, be on the, I'll be on the news <laughs> you don't have any tricks for that right cures for road rage <laughs> uh that's yeah not my not my wheelhouse <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are so. some other tips besides time checking? Because I think we got some feedback that a lot of people do that. What are some other tips for making sure that you can you can have your your side hustle time for your side hustle time to you know create that content? Yeah, um, I'm I'm big on uh, the term called the one thing. If you read the book by oh. Gary Keller, which I highly recommend, he started uh, Keller Williams Realty, great book, and he uses this. this uh, this uh, like a time block called the one thing. So uh, if you're working on your business, whether it's a side hustle or your own business, I recommend after you kind of have that morning routine, 
have uh, at least an hour where you can work on activities that will, you know, you work uh, on your business, not just in it. So things that are really going to move your business forward. So if it's content creation, if that kind of, you know, falls to the wayside with everything else, maybe it's that. Or if it's, uh, you know, setting up uh, like redoing your website or, um, you know, uh, crafting an offer or building a program. Uh, that that's really the you know the one thing time that could be you know depending on how much command of you, of your time you have that could be within you know between an hour and four hours mm -hmm. and what i do this is a, just a little productivity tip um it's called the pomodoro technique and i know it's uh some of you may be familiar with it some may not but to boost your productivity during that time let's say you have an hour uh set a a timer it could be your phone or a egg timer uh, for 25 minutes focus in on one task. And then when that timer goes off, take a five minute break, get up from your desk, go for a walk, do something non, uh, you know, not on, on computer or anything like that. And then uh, come back either to that same task or, you know, kind of the next step in that task. So uh, that's, that's been a big key to, especially if you're, let's say you're in a side hustle situation or you're just, your plate is really full that um, you can remain focused. And then all distractions during that 25 minutes are, everything's turned off that you don't need. Yeah. Wow. So then you just, uh, it's about, it's about creating some space, right. For, for your head to clear your head to shift a little bit. And so, yeah. And I've, I've had that, um, you know, I'll, you know, I really have to set those timers because I literally will sit for four hours and, and just plow through it, you know, and then, but, but I'm sure, you know, but I, I, I hear you, man, every time I do take a break or I take a walk or I take a lap around the building here or whatever it is, it's all of a sudden I feel like, wow, you know, it's like, I, I'm seeing everything differently. Exactly. And I think if, if we, you know, whether you're in sales, you're in marketing, you're um, in leadership or management, you could probably look back on the last year and there's probably a few activities that really contributed to like your best results. And sometimes you, that's unpredictable. You don't know when that's going to be, but if you can be in a, a state where you're energized and focused, um, you know, those creative ideas or those creative connections are more likely to happen. So um, that, that's my encouragement to everyone is to, is to set, you know, aside those times and have a rhythm that uh, really primes you to perform. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'd say that's what I'm the worst at. I, I, I've said it before on this, but that's what I'm the worst at is like getting away from my desk and walking around. We're kind of like in a WeWork space, so it's hard for me to to walk anywhere. If I'm walking, I'm just walking by other people working and then feeling guilty that I'm not working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at celebrating. That. You can go. I'm not working. You are. <laughs> Get out, um, and, uh, get in, get in the, the sunshine. Uh, I know yeah. for those of you who are in cold weather climates, you know sometimes in January that's that's difficult. But uh, having that sunlight, uh, th this is from my days in the in training and health. But your eyes and your skin, when they uh, you know see see the sun, that that energizes mm -hmm. you and it kind of resets your your clock. So those are just little little hacks that that help out a lot. Yeah. Kate, That's now funny that, that you said that. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, now that the strikers aren't in front of our building, what if we just walked, you know, I've done this before where I just walk out the front door and I'm like, wow, I'm in the Civic Opera House. I'm in Chicago. I feel like a, I pretend I'm a tourist and I just like give give myself a vacation. I'm like, oh, Chicago is such a cool architectural city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be a tourist. That's funny that you said that though, Chris, because Miriam just said that too, that it's good for your eye health to walk away. So you guys both brought up that point. That's probably why I'm so bad at it. I'm just staring at the well, computer. Historically, now you're going to make a shift because of Chris, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to take these tips from Chris. I love it. A couple questions coming in. So Mike asks, uh, Chris, do you consume news in the morning before you get started for the day? When do you consume your news? Yeah, um, I think this is, uh, you know, there's not a one size fits all answer with a lot of habits. There's a lot of things that, that play into personality, but that's one of the things, whether it's social media or news that can contribute to the, the noise and really change your mindset and distract you. So I would say, you know, I recommend, you know, like people have their, their morning routine and their, their one thing time and they're not checking email or looking at news um or, or watching news or getting on social preferably until after after that's done 
Um, especially if you're if you're like me, I'm easily distracted, or I, I should say I'm easily attracted to a lot of things. Uh, so <laughs> I like that. That's a marketing spin. I like that. That's awesome. We got, we're going to borrow it. I don't have a problem. I'm just attracted to a lot of things. <laughs> um, I just think uh, those are little little ways that um, you know you can you can focus in, and uh, you know that that's not the norm. You know, it a lot of times in a corporate culture, you know, the first thing you do is it's a habit to, to look at your phone or you know go into the office and look at email, and it, I mean I think we've all experienced that. You know, you're down a rabbit hole, you're putting out fires, um, you know, then the, the whole morning's gone. And and your your mood is a lot of times you know your energy is sucked that sort of thing. Yes. So, I feel like you're talking right to me right now. <laughs> well, I'm sure to a lot of us, right? So I mean, yeah. you know, but I appreciate <laughs> you throwing yourself on the sword there, Kate. So. <laughs> I am no, I yeah, you already know. I get locked into my to do list. It's so hard to break away. Um, I think that's that's really interesting about the people that you're working with because most of them are probably kind of in this side hustle um, and working, you know, these these dreams outside of their nine to five. So how do you keep your work life balance? Because their schedules are probably a little all over the place. So how do you help them with their dream and then also, you know, do yours? Yeah. And I should say here, I won't sit back and say it is, you know, it's so easy. You just do the A, B and C. Um, I think with everyone, it's it's a it's a challenge. You have competing priorities in a lot of ways. One thing that I found, if you have control of a lot of your schedule or most of your schedule, um, is to theme your days. So for me, you know, I, I do coaching, so I'm on, you know, uh, video conferencing, and I set, you know, specific days uh, in in parts of the day each week. So let's say um, I'll do Monday afternoons and. Thursday mornings and Tuesday mornings for my coaching. So I block those off and I try to try to fill those um, those time slots. And then uh, let's say content creation is on Wednesday afternoons. Um, you know, I it, it's really like picking almost uh, some people go extreme and they're like Mondays, I'm going to, you know, work, work with my team. Tuesdays, I'm going to, you know, do my my work. Uh, Wednesdays are going to be all my meetings and Thursdays is going to be finances. You know, you can, but what I found for most people is to have half days. And yeah. especially if, if you're in sales or you meet with people, you go to coffee shops and offices to meet with people, it can be helpful. Like, you know, you get dressed up, you go, you know, you're going to be on the road to get, get as many meetings as you can in that like half day um, is much more efficient than a meeting here and a meeting there, ideally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's um that's interesting for sure. Um Miriam brought up a good point too and this is I think new for our lifetime or period of lifetime I guess. Um is uh, she was saying, you know, like you said 5 minutes an hour or whatever. She said 10 minutes every 2 hours, but she said just for eye health too and I've been noticing that with my eyes drying out. I wear contacts. And Jackson, uh, we had a guest on a few weeks ago that talked about the glasses, you know, the computer glasses. Who was it? That was, um, Kate, you remember who that was? Oh, Jessica Phillips. Oh, yeah. She was also, yeah, we met her at SMS. Oh, that, that's right. And so anyway, they've got these new glasses. And of course, Jackson had to get three pairs, but he's uh, he's a proponent of these. And uh, so what do you think about that whole eye health thing, too? Because that, that affects you. I mean, your eyes are everything, right? Yeah, I, I don't have a lot of background in that, but um, I think we could probably all agree, like if we're staring at screens all day, um, not just our, you know, our laptop or computer computer screen, but, you know, we're walking around, you know, in line at the grocery store looking at right. that, that um, that's probably not good, you know, for our overall health. So, um, I mean, there's definitely ergonomic things that you can do, but I think those breaks, you know, it's, I mean, you probably, you know, experience when you go through like a four to six hour stretch where you're just cranking away, um, you know, then, you know, what it does to your eyes. So if you build in those breaks, breaks for, for other things, I think that probably helps with that. Going back to Mike's question about when you um, prefer to check out the news, I'm just wondering how do you prefer to get your news? Because in the digital marketing world, like you said, we're on our phone, we're on our computer. It's very easy to yeah. check. Um, you know, Jackson likes Twitter. He talks about that a lot, how he gets all his news from Twitter. But what about you? Do you like podcasts? Do you like, do you actually watch the news? What do you do? Yeah, I, I actually, um, I used to be a big like uh, read the paper person. I know that some people on this broadcast might not even know what that is, but 
And, and I used, to you, Jen. Just kidding. Yeah, it's, no, it's I, stuff made like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I also grew up, you know, watching the news. And I actually really, I, I probably really enjoy that. But especially as I, you know, got into young kid land and, um, you know, <laughs> a lot of other, you know, responsibilities, you know, I had to make some decisions about that. I really enjoy podcasts because actually yeah. uh, in the mornings when I when I work out, um, I listen to podcasts. So it's like two habits um, at a time. And those it really stimulates yeah. a lot of ideas um, on my workout log. I actually I have a notebook so that I can write notes because I'll have like a good idea in the middle of it. Oh. To write those down. So. That's the way I like to learn, like from a, a, a personal development side of things. As far as news, um, I, you know, I'm I'm a big LinkedIn user, um, so, you know, that's where I, I see a lot of news. I, uh, you know, I'll go to the, the actual like the the media channels app, um, mm -hmm. and I actually treat that as a reward. So instead of like, oh, uh, you know, I'm not going to look at the news and torture myself, you know, in the sake of productivity. What you can do is let's say I'm going to have a really productive morning. I'm going to accomplish these things. And then over lunch, that can be your, that's, that's like your reward for, for staying on task. So um, I've, I've heard of people have done that with social media as well. Oh, don't get me started on food rewards. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Z said he just downloaded the Pomodoro app to work that technique. Thanks, Chris. Cool. Yeah, awesome. I didn't even know they had an app. So that's yeah. interesting. I, I believe they have something for your uh, like your laptop where you might you might be able to shut off other distractions during that time. You know, I haven't tried it yet, but I'm I'm a little old school with the egg timer. Oh my gosh, I might get, that might work That's the opposite funny. for me. I'm like right in the middle of that proposal deadline and it's like, hey, time for a nap. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. Um, yeah, I don't even think I own a timer. I think I do everything on my phone now. I use my phone as well. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do I need to go buy one? Do I need to, do I need to have a real timer for this? Yeah, actually, I was looking. I'm going to ask for a shout out for help here. I'm looking for egg timers that are 20 minute increments because, Chris, you know, I've always had the 20 minutes a day. And I thought it'd be cool for social jack timers to be on people's desks, you know, to flip those mm -hmm. egg timers. So I'd love to know if anybody had. Plus, I just love sand timers. I don't know what it is. It's to me, it's like that's my soothing part. Um, so I was thinking about you. Um, is I couldn't sleep the other night. So not because I was thinking about you, but just because I was, you know, I, I, my, it's, it's turning the motors off. Right. And so, um, so naturally I went to podcasts and, uh, and I, you know, like you, I'm just like, I love learning off a podcast, but if I get too interested in something, I don't sleep because now I'm interested in the podcast and I go to these sleep podcasts and it's funny because I thought this one was going to be music and it was some guy that was just really boring to listen to. And I was getting angry listening to him. So then I couldn't go to sleep. So for those of us that have trouble unwinding at the end of the busy day, do you have any like tips or tricks around that? Yeah, this is, this is what I do personally and use my clients as well. Um, after we kind of master the morning routine, it's kind of the morning primer you know, the evening routine is, is also big. So what I do is um, you want to have a trigger that kind of signals that you're going to start your nighttime routine. So a really great way is just to set an alarm on your phone. Let's say, you know, for, for me, let's say it's nine o'clock that's going to start. So I'll just, ha I'll have that timer go off uh, Sunday through Thursday um, at nine o'clock. And that uh, reminds me uh, to start my routine. So kind of whatever I'm doing, I, I really, you know, to, you know, end that and move into routine. And what you can do is, um, you know, there's there's probably like personal hygiene things that you do, that you do, but um, yeah, yeah, hopefully. Uh, one of the things is you want to set your environment. So um, that can be temperature. Um, so you know, everyone's a little bit different, but typically, um, you know, re research says that if you if you're around 65 degrees, maybe 65 to 68, somewhere, you know, from how, how variable people are. Um, and you have that set each, you know, you have like a setting on your thermostat or you bring it down to that. Um, that that's a, a key part. Another thing is light. So um, if you have like uh, the darkening shades, um, you know, if, if light really affects you, uh, is a great way to, you know, pull your shades and you create a, a dark environment. And then you do something that's really relaxing. You know, it could be reading a book, um, something that's 
you're not looking at a screen. I know that, you know, the iPhone has the whole night setting, which probably helps, but um, you want to get off, you know, the, the screen for that blue light right. uh, effect. And uh, whether that's listening to something that is uh, soothing or reading um, is, is, is a routine that I know works for me and, and others have, have adopted as well. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I tend not to recommend like personal development because I, I'm like you, I'll listen to like a podcast or something and I'll have like 50 ideas and like, I'm not going to sleep for like four hours. <laughs> then you're revved up. <laughs> yeah. Kate, you said you have no problems going to sleep, right? Mm -mm. I'm so tired at the end of the day. Yeah. That's a I'm blessing, man. I don't know. I just, but I've yeah. always, that's one thing I've always been really good at is being in a routine. You know, I, I wake up and take my dog for a walk. And then um, that was another thing I was, I was just wondering if you ever gave that tip, but that was one thing I did when I got a nine to five job, I got a dog. Um, and I don't always recommend it because it's a dogs are a lot of responsibility, but it really helped me get into a routine. I was bartending before that. And so that helped me wake up at the same time every day and go to bed at the same time every day because you yeah. needed to be on a routine. So it probably doesn't work for everyone, but it worked for me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really good. So as we get into this, uh, sorry, I can't believe it's almost over, Chris. Jeez, Louise, we got to have you on again. Oh man, it's like uh, we we didn't even talk about content marketing. Did we? It's like so cool. I got into this whole life and balance thing. I told you, is like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna use this for me, Kate. I'm being selfish. <laughs> but do you also have that life balance LinkedIn group? Is that still going? Because I yes. know you invited me to that a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have a link. LinkedIn group. It's called Work-Life Balance for Digital Marketers. So if you're in, in that nice. camp of being a digital marketer, that's just a, a way that we can share uh, resources, struggles um, around this. And again, you know, what does it have to do with influence or what does it have to do with what, whatever your trade is? Um, if you if you show up in a, you know, you have better energy, you have better attention and, you know, you're, you're focused on the right things, you're going to show up and mm -hmm. have more influence. Yeah, yeah I sure. love it. We'll send the link out to that in the follow-up email because um, we've we've gotten involved with a lot of group marketing recently and like getting in groups and building communities and I think it's I think that's a really important place for people to be able to share their tips also. Yeah, for sure. And then um, you mentioned a few names along the way here, so and you've got a stack of books behind you. So uh, who who would be like your go-to top three uh, or four resources that you just stay tuned into that you really think are helpful? Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. Um, for you know, a lot of the life balance and uh, focus, uh, Greg McEwen, uh, his book Essentialism, and he's on uh, several podcasts. If you um, search his name on like iTunes or Stitcher or things like that, uh, he's someone that I I think it, uh, his essential essentialism uh, framework and message is just really really powerful. Uh, for you know, like uh, websites and content creation, I really like, I actually have it right here, uh, Andy Crestadina's uh, yeah. book, uh, con uh, uh, Handbook for Content Marketing, Content Chemistry. Um, he is, a, a, I think, a really great thought leader when it comes to content and conversion, uh, which um, regardless of your business, you know, really, really, uh, you know, is, is something to, uh, is something like, I'm trying to think of, uh, some of the other ones um, from a faith perspective, I'm a, a big fan of um, the Bethel uh, Bethel TV app. Yeah. Bill Johnson. Uh, it's a church in Redding, California. So if you're of the Christian faith, that's a, a staple that I, uh, I listen to uh, from uh, digital marketing and online business. Uh, probably the only podcast that I've had uh, on all of my phones, um, you know, for I don't know how many years is uh, the Smart Passive Income podcast by Pat Flynn. Um, it's just always uh, super quality and touches on a lot of aspects of online business and marketing and does a lot of great interviews with thought leaders. And that's a lot of times where I identify different thought leaders to learn from uh, from, from his podcast. So those are, those are some that come to mind. Um, and of course, you always track the influence factory, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll try, I'll try the influence factory. I know, I know, I know for sure. And then any, um, any, you know, top one or two or three favorite tools that you use, business tools that come to mind? Ah, yes. Um, I use uh, Toggle and it's a time tracking software. There's a free version that, that I use. I, and you can actually, uh, you track your time for different activities. So 
it can be personal activities. It can be, um, you know, like sales calls, content creation, uh, you know, social media. And it's just, it's something that it's kind of like when you write down your food, um, right. Just the act of that, just that awareness. And then you can, you can pull reports on where your week went. Um, mm, sometimes nice. it's good to get things on paper and off of like a lot of times emotion takes over of like, I'm working, you know, so many hours or, you know, I'm, you know, sometimes you don't realize, you know, like, why is my content not taking off? And then you look back and you're like, I spent two minutes on it this week. Um, so those, those are just, that's a, a great tool to kind of give reality. Uh, also, if you have clients, um, you can track the amount of time you work with those clients. And I've had, I've had uh, clients uh, specifically like in uh, like Facebook advertising where, you know, they, at the end of the year, they have, you know, 12, 12 clients and one of them was taking up 30% of their time but it wasn't necessarily paying 30% of their income. So it allows you to assess, maybe there's, maybe there's some client relationships that aren't, that are kind of sucking your energy and your time. And uh, <laughs> Kate's like making a list right now. <laughs> yeah, so it's just a great way to assess not only yourself, but the work that you do for others. Or maybe mm -hmm. you're in meetings, if you're in a corporate setting and you find you're in meetings like 30 hours a week and you're just like, why am I not able to get anything done? Um, they can be tools that you could actually maybe even work with your manager of like, you know, like I want to get this result for you um, and, the, and the company, but this is getting in the way. I've, I've been tracking this and you can you can have some data to propose some changes. Yeah, right on. Super cool. Well, that's uh, we're coming right up on time here. So real quick, as Jackson finds our two uh, Starbucks engagers winner gift cards here, who wants to win today? You guys should get in a couple last minute. I do. I do in there. But one thing we do like to do is have you um, type in the one takeaway. So hearing Chris talk today or maybe even from our news today, uh, 60 second lesson, just think about something that you're going to do differently um, than what you have been. So a shift you're going to make uh, something different than what you have been doing. So uh, type that in right now just so we can get a sense to make sure that you're committed to your own uh, building your influence and a better you out there in the world. Um, also uh, with that, um, I've got a final polling question here for everybody. Um, I want to grow my influence and then check in any of the things that uh, really make sense uh, to you on there. And then, uh, Chris, you're never going to guess who we have next week. Can you guess who our guest is? You know her really well, but because of me, you know her really well. Who's that? <laughs> it's uh, Brianna Jacobs. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> what a wonderful person, huh? She uh, she puts together the best social media conferences up there uh, in terms of really taking, uh, you know, just just the experience. I mean, they're intimate. They're under 300 people. They're perfect size. I mean, what's your take on, on Social Media Strategy Summit? Yeah, I went to my first uh, Social Media Strategy Summit in Chicago uh, this, this last spring, and you're exactly right. Um, I've been to conferences, you know, where there's, you know, three or 5,000 people, and sometimes you can feel just like you're just a number or it's, you know, there's all these people, but it's hard to make connection. I, I really love the format. Um, where, you know, you're not just walking by someone and seeing them saying hi to them once you can see that, you know, you, you identify them later, later on in the conference. And uh, yeah, a great learning environment. They bring in top notch uh, speakers and also just the, uh, the, the attendees that you can network with yeah. as well. Right, so, so you're really like sitting, awesome. you're sitting like right next to somebody from Google or Disney or whatever, and you're like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" You know, it's like you can just get great ideas. It's like amazing stuff. So, and the speakers network so well at SMSS, and they sit in on each other's summits um, or like speeches. I mean, that's what I found the most interesting about it is that you're sitting in a lecture and you're sitting next to Andy Cristadina because he wanted to watch too. It's interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool stuff, cool stuff, cool stuff. So a lot of people are type, typing in. They're going to start leaving an hour in the morning uh, for an activity that stimulates them. Yeah, re-up their focus tracking with Toggle app and Pomodoro app. <laughs> Jimmy Z, you're the app king, man. I gotta, if I, I ever see your phone, it's probably like 20 pages of apps, but you know how to manage those apps, man. <laughs> um, so with that being said, Jackson, who's our two engagement winners today? Our two engagement winners are Mike O'Neill and uh, Miriam Rose Khan. 
So, so you guys now remember here is your commitment. So as you as you get your Starbucks gift card, you have to actually share and teach um, whatever you learned today that really resonated with you that you're putting into practice. Teach that to somebody that you care about. Take them for a cup of coffee and share that with them. We want like to it. empower you. We are deputizing you and we do that each and every week to make sure that you take what you learned today and, and really take that to the next level. And Chris, um, on your uh, website, uh, real quick, I know you have um, a cool giveaway, and this is freedombusinessfamily.com, and there is the email freedom blueprint. Um, so you can free up an extra eight hours a week. So please make sure you go to freedombusinessfamily.com. Uh, we'll send that link out to you and uh, really take it to that next level. And then where's the best place on social to catch you? Yeah, the, I'm most active on LinkedIn. So if you search uh, Chris Rudolph, um, I'd lo love to interact with you and connect with you there. And uh, I just, you know, the whole idea behind LinkedIn, uh, where you are, you're activating, you're an influencer and you're helping other influencers. And um, yeah, I just, I'm a big fan of the, of the platform. And uh, it's been huge for both, you know, my business and life. Yeah. Good. Well, we really appreciate you being part of the family here, Chris, and uh, really helping us uh, really take a perspective on being healthier uh, as, you know, for ourselves and our personal brand and, and, and using that to actually be better influencers in the world. So thank you so much for being part of the program today. Yeah, thank you so, so much for having me, uh, Dean, Kate, and Jackson. Uh, it's been a blast and uh, honored to, to uh, have the opportunity to uh, speak to your community. Great. Thank you. And thank you to all of our listeners out there. We wouldn't be here without you. And uh, Kate, why don't you send them off? All right. Make sure you're following us on social and you can follow today's um, episode at uh, hashtag Influence Factory. And thanks again to Chris and we'll see you next week. All right. See you online, folks. Take Bye. care. Bye.